So last session, I was able to tell you the greatest news on earth. The fact that this holy God who demands justice is also a loving God, an amazingly loving God, that, that he would sacrifice his only son for us and have him rise from the grave and give us new life. But that doesn't mean that everyone on the earth is now forgiven. We all have to make a choice a decision to believe in Him, to follow Him. In fact, the Bible says we need to repent, which means it means to turn, to do a 180, that we were living for ourselves. We were just doing whatever we wanted to do, but now it's turning back towards Him and saying, no, I want you as my Lord. Romans 10, 9 says that if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And so the idea is, can you say with your mouth, he's my Lord, saying, I want him to be my master. You know how Adam and Eve rebelled and said, no, no, we don't want to come under your commands. It's, it's us making that turn back and saying, no, we want you. We want you to be our master. But, but Jesus warned, listen, this is a difficult life. You know, when people wanted to follow Jesus, he says, you, you got to understand, it's a difficult path. There's, there's a wide, easy path, but there's this narrow path that leads to life, and it's difficult. In fact, in John 15, Jesus says in verse 18, He says, If the world hates you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they'll persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. He tells his disciples, look, I lived a certain way and it's going to get me crucified. It's gotten me hated. They're going to persecute me. And in the same way, if you want to follow me, the things that I'm going to call you to do aren't popular. And so, as Christians, as followers of Christ, we're actually supposed to become more and more like Him. And He gave us this example, this, this example of humility, first of all. Philippians 2 says that, that Jesus, even though He existed in the very form of God, He didn't consider this equality with God something to be held on to. But instead, it talks about how He emptied Himself. And he made himself nothing, taking the form of a man, taking the form of a servant. And, and, and the Bible says that that's supposed to be our example. Here we have Jesus, God Almighty, emptying himself, making himself nothing and taking the form of a man. He says that's our example of humility. That's what, that's what people should see in us. In fact, the Bible says in, in 1 John chapter 3, verse 16 it says this by this we know love that he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need yet closes his heart against him how does God's love abide in him little children let us not love in word or talk but in deed and in truth you know right there he says look this is how we know what love is You've got the example of supreme love, God laying down His life for us. And then He says, we now ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. That's difficult, but that's what it means to follow Jesus. 
And that's why he says, he says, you know, if, if someone has the world's goods and sees someone else in need and he doesn't help them, he goes, how could that, how could the love of Christ be in you? Because the love of Christ was all about sacrifice for others. And he says, this isn't about talking. It's about loving someone through your actions, actually giving to those who are in need. Jesus had the most amazing example in John chapter 13. In John 13, verse 3, I love this picture. It's Jesus with his disciples, and it says, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going back to God, rose from supper, he laid aside his outer garments, and taking a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel that was wrapped around him. <laughs> Such an amazing picture because it starts off saying that Jesus, knowing that the Father had given him all things, so Jesus understood who he was. He's Lord of the universe. Everything is in his hands. But at that moment, knowing the power he had, he chooses to humble himself, grab a towel, pour some water in a basin, and start washing the feet of the disciples. And then he tells us, if you want to follow me, here's the example. Get over yourself. Empty yourself. Start pouring out your, your life for others. You're, you're deciding. When you decide to follow Jesus, you're deciding to take the role of a servant. We live in a world where everyone wants the power, wants the authority. And we have the example of Jesus who had the power, had all authority, and he chose to serve. Are you ready for that kind of life? Is that the life you desire? See, Jesus wasn't just to be our savior, he was to be our example.